0: money can never give you joy you're constantly worried that it's going to run out and then when it's there you can also become the kind of person who wants to just keep holding on to money um so for you money is more it's like it serves a psychological purpose Mm. that the more zeros you see in your bank account the more at peace you are that's me yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Wheat podcast. My name is Maggie and through this podcast, I hope that we can delve deeper into issues and have holistic conversations on situations and things that you'd normally ponder about and ask, what is that? Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the Wheat Podcast. In case you're new here, my name is Maggie and in this um, podcast we talk about anything that makes you ponder and ask yourself, what is that? Like something you want to delve deeper and understand. So we have holistic and wholesome conversations on issues that can trigger your mind to just wonder, what is that? And today I have a guest that I have personally experienced her work Working with me, I mentioned this year that I did financial coaching and it's one of the best investments I've done so far. (laughs) I need to take another module with her because it was so good. So without even proceeding to introduce her, like I'd like to give her this opportunity to introduce herself. To get Juliet is quite hard. Oh wow. (laughs) Fully booked and busy. (laughs)
0: Flying. Well, I hope it stays like that. (laughs)
1: Karibu sana. Asante. Tell my guests who you are. All
0: right. Hi, everyone. My Mm -hmm. name is Juliet. Julia Todiambo, I love talking about money. Uh, yeah. I usually uh, say that money oozes out of me. Mm-hmm. I breathe, I speak, I sleep money, and I like to spread it out to people. Nice. So I am the founder of Pesasavi Limited, which is a financial education business. I help individuals to manage their relationship with money. I work with investment groups. I work with corporates. Mm-hmm. Literally anywhere where people are talking about money, I can mm-hmm. be found. So yeah. yeah, that's what I do. Nice. Have you ever heard of anyone who introduces themselves (laughs) with
1: money, money, money? I want to tap into that. I want to tap into my name is Maggie and I love money and I I think money, dream money, eat money, eat sleep on money. Yes. But to
0: be quite honest, for the longest time, I just knew money is going to be part of my life.
1: Oh, you really loved money? What? What, where I does didn't that know. Come from? I
0: don't know. It's just, you know, those things that you know that you know that you know. I, I had it yeah. like I was like in primary school or something mm. like that. And that's what, even when I get got into campus, I was lo- leaning towards subjects that are money. numbers. When
1: us are running away, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. accounting. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I don't know. I just knew it. So yes. I leaned towards that. Um, wow. So far, <laughs> I'm waiting for <laughs> it to be my money.
1: Let me tell you, I didn't like money. I remember in Kenya School of Law, the worst subject I had was about money. It's called LPM or something. And I remember in the exam, I only drew the table for debit and credit. Alafu kuna appreciation about depreciation. Yeah. I didn't love anything about that thing and then after that i remember that's my first anxiety attack after that exam because i knew i figured
0: oh, and no. i hated it
1: and i went for all classes but i was struggling like it's wow. so interesting that in your yeah, god gifts yeah, people. me i mean I don't have that like Nilipass. <laughs> usually, when they when they write pass pass, oh, a love when they want
0: a result slip later, we'll oh, like okay, one okay,
1: point. okay, <laughs> <laughs> like fifty-one plus. Yeah. What matters is I got my P. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well.
1: Yeah. So it's it's intriguing. Yeah. It's intriguing. You really love money.
0: I love money. I love numbers. Mm-hmm. I love. Uh, but I, I usually find like my my brain is split into mm. two. Mm. Like there's there's a part of me that's very, very creative, then there's a part of me that's very logical. Well, balcony and money. Tuesday.
1: <laughs> You should follow her on Instagram, you Yeah, just, you,
0: your Balcony Tuesday where I'm like, my balcony Tuesday creative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think my creative is more around yeah. writing mm. and um okay, it's very low money. low 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 level creativity. I think. About money. Yeah. And
1: telling people to save costs
0: I Write about many things yeah. by the way, but your
1: page is quite resourceful. I yes. must say, thank like, you. I wish I encountered your page early because mm-hmm. I've seen you even have premarital financial coaching, yes, which yes. is something I've not had. Like, people just talk surface about money, okay? Yeah. yeah, money and marriage is another topic we should <laughs> come to so that people know what questions to ask. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, I find your page very informative, awesome. especially.
0: On just life, yeah, life and money, money, life and money. Yeah, I love that you say that because I think when when I was looking at other people doing the same thing, they tend to get very technical, Mm -hmm. and I feel like social media is not the place to get technical. We just need to relate. Yes, yes, we just need to to relate. (laughs) Yes, and 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 I think money, everyone deals with money, so just bringing out those different aspects of life that has to do with money now brings in people that makes them now question. Okay, could I be doing this part of my life better, yes. Yeah. That mm.
1: is what led me to you. Could awesome. I be doing <laughs> this part of my life better? My yeah. life, my financial life was everywhere. Amends me. I don't want to look at numbers. I don't see money. Yeah. What was my fear? Seeing it leave? No. No. Yeah. Uh, no Yes. Seeing it leave. Seeing it leave at some point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember. <laughs> <laughs> When you may grow, yeah, you may grow Always. like right now. I see this is something I should pay. Let the money live, cool. yeah. yeah. So I've really grown through her financial coaching classes, which maybe you'll tell us more about. Like yeah. what what <laughs> services do you offer in coaching? Okay, yeah.
0: Um, so for individuals
1: individuals for groups yeah well okay yeah Yeah. so
0: for uh, let me talk about individuals because that's what builds up on everything else yeah so if you want to work with me the first thing we'll do is really get you what i call the foundational aspects of money Mm -hmm. which is um your relationship with money your financial history your um financial trauma money wounds those are I think there are things that people don't think about and yet they have such huge impact on how they deal with money. And then from there now we create a vision for your money and we ask the question, what do you want money to do for you? And then we create a plan. (laughs) I used to answer
1: that question. (laughs) I was a very unique client. (laughs) 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 Anytime I used to answer, (laughs) you're like, I've never had such an answer.
0: (laughs) But it's, uh, it's, that's what I love about what I do because mm-hmm. I meet such different diverse groups of people that yeah. stretch me yeah. and make me uh, figure out how, how what's the best way to help yeah. you individually. yeah, yeah? So that's, that would be the first foundation. Everyone who works with me, we must do that because mm. um, everything else will build off of that. Mm. So you find other people start from budgeting, investing. I, I think before we, we deal with the foundation. Be, yes, with, yes, before we deal with the foundation. So yeah. that would be the first thing we do is five sessions um yeah. with assignments and yeah, uh, yeah that you, hey, you do? homework <laughs> yes <laughs> Homework, so
1: and that's what made me want to have this conversation where Mm. we just start with the foundation. Mm -hmm. Because even in looking for a financial coach, I didn't find many talking about the foundation, Mm. and the foundation is what informs every other thing. We might talk about budgeting, but if your habits are the same, yeah, you'll still crumble on that budget. So, today's discussion is about financial traumas and money Mm. wounds. Mm. So this is a term that I learned through you. (laughs) (laughs) And for anyone new out there, just define for us what is financial trauma.
0: Yeah, some people feel like they are the same thing. Mm. Like when you separate, you kind of are splitting hairs. Mm. But I I like to separate because I think the source... I look at the the source of where some of these things are coming from. Mm -hmm. So where you had... uh, Particular events in your life that happened uh, that then resulted in you reacting to them in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the, the events are the trauma right the traumatic events you have traumatic events and then you have nurture how you were brought up mm-hmm. so traumatic events can can be you know l- losing money mm-hmm. losing large amounts of money losing a job losing COVID. An income covid covid i don't think people have really assessed what covid, <laughs> COVID did, did to them, them. <laughs> yes,
1: no, they money wise money wise yeah, yeah? and not yes.
0: just um, um, the the tangibility of the money, but your mindset towards money as a whole. Mm. So I separate events and uh, um, how you are brought up, Mm -hmm. nature now. So with the nature is when I look at the where- Money wounds. Money wounds. Yeah. Messages that you had when you were growing up, what you repeatedly had, what you repeatedly so, saw, yeah, and how what the message formed in your mind because of that. Mm. And then if it was limiting, if that message is limiting in the sense that it limits how you access money, how you deal with money, how you talk about money, then it's a wounding because mm. other people did have some healthy um, relations with money. Even like how they were taught about money was good. But I would say la- that's about ten percent of the clients I meet. I uh, mean, go ninety. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 90% of us, just because of culture, Mm. um, the African culture, we don't talk about money. Mm. So what you had and what you saw is really what formed Mm. your entire outlook on money. Yeah. And some of it is not healthy. Yeah. Mm. I
1: think that's that's where we spent a lot of time yes. in that first module. Yeah. Just to unpack my financial and even it took so while uh, it took a while for us to figure out yes. where, yeah, where, where exactly where yes. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's where, true. Where, that's so for true. some bit of context, my 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 background with money was such that at first I was a spender. Mm. At first I was a spender. Then COVID yeah. uh-uh, me became a holder. Like to see money leave would give me a lot of anxiety. If yeah. a bill was to be paid by a fifth, yeah. I will wait for fifth even if I have money on yeah. first, yeah. and I will wait. back. A, sometimes that a reminder, just because of the trauma of I do not, I don't want this money to leave me, yeah. and I think that's. That was an effect for of COVID. Yeah. But then we dealt deeper with now money wounds. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I had a very unique problem. And maybe one day I'll do like a, a, a whole episode on what I learned on financial yeah. coaching. But yeah. my mom growing up would tell me, um, you know, we were encouraged to hustle. Yeah, they'll give us pocket money, but mm-hmm. you need to hustle. Mm-hmm. So she'd she, say, "Ata kama pocket money, kidogo, mm. <laughs> kidogo." <laughs> yeah. So, in my mind, what developed over time, and she meant well, but in my mind, what developed over time is other people's money was. A lot. Yes. <laughs> and mine was kidogo. Yeah. So I would, if you give me money, if someone give me money, I'd account it so well. If um, I'm salaried, I'll plan for it to the T. Mm-hmm. But then when I make my own money now from my side mm-hmm. hustle, mm-hmm. Uh-uh, I'm not budgeting for it. I'm not looking at it. I don't even know. To me, Nikidogo <laughs> already yeah. yeah. So I never planned for it until we did this class where now I was able to account. <speaking in Spanish> and yes. it, was not, it was not kidogo. <laughs> it was not kidogo. And that was a wake-up call. Yeah. So when we're talking about financial traumas mm-hmm. and... Money wounds. Mm. What are some of the causes of these things, like in general?
0: Well, um so the the traumas of course we've said it, it mm. depends on an event. An event. Yes. So some of the events we've talked about, like COVID, and then um, even divorce, sometimes Mm -hmm. divorce settlement that is unfair, where people people lose money during Mm -hmm. such instances. Mm -hmm. Um, Then on the other side, with wounding, it's it's very, I think the the wounding is very subtle. It's very, you can almost miss it Mm -hmm. because it has happened over a long long period period of time time. and then a lot of it happens when you're young yeah Yeah? so you grow up and you're like why do I think like this why do I yeah imagine this to be true and you you can't remember or you don't know why because Mm. it was ingrained when Mm. you were very young Mm. so um, the things that you repeatedly saw the things that you repeatedly had are the ones now they're forming your mindset and there can be such mm. simple phrases, like <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. but if you keep hearing it over yeah. and over and over, yeah, it really has a huge impact on yeah. your entire uh yeah. outlook on money. You know, we yeah. talked about simple things like you know, Hakuna pesa, when you kept hearing, Hakuna pesa, and all our
1: mothers never had money,
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and then they, I don't know, like. Mm -hmm. How they imagine it lands in your head. First of all, when they say that, and then kidogo kidogo, you go to the supermarket and there they are on a (laughs) toilet. So the the messaging is different. Like one minute you're saying you don't have, but then I can see that you have. But Mm. so like, it's really more important to sit somebody down and explain. That's mm. why the, the conversation around money becomes important. So when I say akuna pesa, this is what I mean. Mm. Now you wanted this, how can we plan to get it? Yeah. That helps. So when you look at such in some some um some of those statements um are statements that we hear. Oh really, uh, yeah yeah <laughs> ma- yeah exactly. That's that's <laughs> a common That's what country. I meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are some of those and <laughs> You hear it even at a yeah. national level, at yeah. a, at, a, at an African level, money doesn't grow on trees. It's very um, uh, common to hear that. Mm. And it's not even meant, again, it's not meant to be harmful to you, mm. but it's supposed to give you an understanding that this is a resource, it needs to be managed well. Mm. But when you keep hearing it, keep hearing it, you, you start associating money with scarcity. Yes. Um, and so... The way your entire outlook towards money is that mm. it's not enough, it's not going to be enough, it's never enough, and mm. whatever is there needs to be kept and mm. needs to be hoarded, and so you can easily grow into that.
1: Are there person. like religious causes of such traumas? Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> 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 Go there. <laughs> yeah, touch
1: on it. Touch, touch. To yeah. <laughs> as as
0: serious, somebody who is hilarious. very, yeah, my, my relationship with God is very uh, important to me as well as my mm-hmm. relationship with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are some some messages around church, especially how you're taught about money in church, mm-hmm. can have very... Uh, deep impact in your entire relationship with money. Let me do two instances, mm-hmm. or rather, two types of teachings around money. Uh, for example, if you're taught that um, um, the the poorer you are, the closer you are to, to God. God, or oh, that God. it's ca- that verse says what, um, blessed are the poor. <laughs> 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 and you take it literally. Yes, and you take. There are people who actually believe that. Um, if
1: I'm not poor, then I won't be blessed.
0: yeah. yeah or, or if 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 I really want to get close to God, then I really need to deny myself things. Mm. And so 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 that becomes what they pursue out of life, out of uh spiritual. Uh, motivation, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but also that's that's a verse that's taken out of context. We really need to understand what the entire scripture says mm-hmm. uh, teaches about money, about wealth. Mm-hmm. Wh- what does what has God promised us? What has God given us? Mm-hmm. And then how to translate that into into our own lives? Um, and then there's another instance um, of now even in the in the extreme it's also possible Mm. but now i don't (laughs) Mm. when when you start talking about abundance and um Mm. and things like that because even people have been Mm. swindled in 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 church Mm. because of such messages so it's Mm. i always say my other passion is bible study Mm. so i always tell people study the Bible yourself, yourself, so that you can con- hey. do the. If you if you are fully reliant on what the preacher is t- saying, yeah, then you are the, the kind that can get easily swayed, mm. yeah, and not understand some of the things that are being taught, mm. and you can easily um, find yourself doing things that you'll regret, or you don't mm. you don't fully understand, and then later on you have you no. Know, just as you've you've given that
1: example, I remember a time when my mom was sick, mm. and there were like preachers who came. Long story. Mm. Nualuja. Mm. Nualuja. Mm. Awana, umewa. I likuwa kama watano. Wakalala kwetu. <laughs> yeah. And they kept preaching. Yeah. Kwa sababu wamjatua fungula kumi. Fungula yeah. kumi. Yeah. And it really scared me with my with my view towards tithing. Mm. I used to think this is so manipulative until yeah. okay, you read for yourself and then you see what the Bible expects of you. Yeah. But they used it to justify sickness and it really scarred my thinking with money and church. Y- yeah. 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 So I can see how that can I, I didn't expect this, but yeah <laughs> yes. it just came out. <laughs> <Could> I just
0: <laughs> I, I, I have very um just out of the because tithe is a big part of mm. this whole church and money thing. Mm. Um, when we, when you think about that question, should we tithe? How many percent and all those things? Mm. Let me just give like a backdrop, a little bit to help people think about tithe at least. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go back in the in the Old Testament, you find that uh, the the when when Moses was giving these people their portions of land, Mm -hmm. there's this group of people who are not given land, the Levites, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So they were not, you know, you get this part, you get this part, you get this part, the Levites were told you, you don't get any. Mm -hmm. Um, And and God promised that I am your portion, I am your inheritance, you're inheriting me. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, when they got into the promised land, every other tribe, uh, because these Levites were supposed to be the ones taking care of the temple and Mm -hmm. doing all the sacrifices and all those things. So in order for them to do that well, then they can't get caught up in all these other things. So all the other tribes had to give towards them. Mm-hmm. So even though they were uh, they were not given land, all the other tribes had to take a portion of their land and give to the Levites. Mm-hmm. And then every time they make, you know... A harvest, they still give part of it to the Levites. Oh. Yeah, that that's the principle. What? That's the principle. I
1: didn't. Um, to that a makes great, a lot of sense. Yeah, now.
0: but tithe goes even beyond that, beyond the laws and beyond that. Because even Abraham, Abraham existed before the law, before the law of tithing. Yeah. And so he, and he did tithe. He tithe right. to Melchizedek. So it has to go beyond beyond what we think the law is. But the same principle now we can transfer. Uh, there's a pattern that God showed us in the Old Testament mm-hmm. that we can then transfer into the New Testament. And so we see the people who are actually taking care of the church mm-hmm. because the church to be run, like aki mm-hmm. lazima rent, lipo, estima, maji, all mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. And it needs money to do that. So we are the ones who are supposed to enable I that. See, to happen. I can see that now. Like, no, yeah.
1: no, I wish we covered that. <laughs> 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 because yeah. and I wish we covered that. Something to is directing me to tithe but yeah. I have a, I had a very skewed no I can't mentality. I can't see, I can see Those that Pay fungu every day. every. They start there for a week. I tell you, okay, it's a very long story. <laughs> One day I'll do a story time, but it was just very manipulative religiously. Yeah, it yeah. can Thank be. Thank God, yeah. my mom as well because healing yeah. is not from people. yes yeah. it's from God. It is yeah. from God. So when I was discussing this topic, like on my Insta stories, mm-hmm. um, we were discussing some causes of financial yeah. trauma. Mm-hmm. You've talked about some of them. Mm-hmm. There was history of poverty. Oh, yeah. There yeah. was increasing debt, financial mm-hmm. losses or financial discrimination mm-hmm. or lack
0: of resources. Yes. Um, a general lack mm-hmm. of money can cause you to have very unhealthy relationship with money. Um, I usually say that as um, as Africans mm-hmm. or, yeah, as Kenyans, as Africans, as a people, we mm-hmm. are very familiar with poverty. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you are more likely to meet somebody who does not have than one who has. Like, abundance is not something we are familiar with. Mm-hmm. And so, there are things that we have embraced because... Um, our history there's a lot of poverty in mm. our history, mm. and so we started doing things to manage the poverty and somehow it became oh that 's how we do it or that's our culture it's not culture it 's just because we didn't have money or our our people did we not have, have money. money yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they started doing certain things mm-hmm. but uh, when you look at why did you why do you do that if you ask you'll realize mm. it was just because of luck, mm. but a lot of then things happened uh, now as an individual because of of luck your entire outlook on life can mm. can be shaped and formed because of uh, not having money money yeah. so for example when you see those people who associate uh, money and scarcity mm. what they what what they are most afraid of is running out yeah right so even in the instances when money comes and it comes uh, maybe it can allow you to go and have a meal <clears throat> at Wherever, KFC, you won't even be able to enjoy that meal because, <laughs> because <laughs> in Aisha like like, uh, because that's what yeah. I- you are related you're relating with, with money. So mm. uh, money can never give you joy. You're constantly worried that it's going to run out. And then when it's there, you can also become the kind of person who wants to just keep holding on to money. Um, so for you, money is more, it's like it serves a psychological purpose mm. that the more zeros you see in your bank account, the more at peace you are. Oh, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Though I have healed and yes. now aware. You see, I'm aware, but I would
1: love, I would love to see many more. Yes, zeros. yes. But, you know, one thing that my husband said the other day: I didn't run out, but I had very little money. Mm. To say I was broke, yeah, and I wasn't panicking. Oh, and he's like, "I want to meet your coach. <laughs> <laughs> you're broke and you're not panicking." <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, I paid what I needed to pay." Yeah. No, oh work. my
0: gosh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> it was so interesting. Yeah. It was so interesting. Yeah. yeah. So That's, I can see. Yeah. So you can you can you can become the kind of person who. Okay, so usually, what I say, it's not the the. the the impact of it is important for you to know, but mm-hmm. only so that you can see how it affects your future mm. and all the plans you have with money for the future. Mm. So so that it's not in it's not enough that you know that you're the kind of person who wants to see zeros. Is that a good thing or is that a bad yeah. thing? That's what you and need to answer. how does this impact you? Yes, yes. That's, that's
1: something we did in the coaching. Yes. We looked at missed opportunities mm-hmm. because of that mentality exactly. and we compared with my friends. Yes. For example, when I was to join a circle and I was a uh, and I like, no, I need to hold on to my money. Exactly. And then we calculated what my friend 10 years ago gained out of mm-hmm. joining and me out of my fear, what yes. I lost. Yes. So it's important to know your traumas, yeah. to to help overcome what could, you know, how it could impact you in the future. Exactly.
0: And and help you also to empower you to make the right decisions. decisions even if it. you're fearful exactly. And traumatized. Exactly. Because people yeah. who hoard, they become... What they they are afraid of investing, hey. and for you to grow money, you must invest. You know, I was <laughs> hey, very
1: familiar with that. Yeah, this yeah. podcast
0: would not have started. Yeah, if I didn't
1: go for this. Oh my start. gosh! I told you I'd postponed from February. Yeah, because like money, yeah. money. Yeah, wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, I love that. you wouldn't see why you need to invest even in yourself. Yes, that's true. exactly yes. because
0: everything becomes um, the um, you you. Find any reason not mm. to put the money where yes, it needs to or be. or to, to allow money to leave you. <laughs> That's true.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I can see, I can see. So among these courses, mm. um, what I also discussed on my page were the signs mm. that you are a traumatized mm. person. And people didn't really, you know, you don't know. You think you have a toxic habit, yeah. but you don't even know w- where it comes from. yeah, and Or what it looks like. Yes, yeah, so or what it looks like yeah. until someone like gives it a name. Yeah, And how do we go the, about this? Do I talk about the signs or I read people and then we... if this person is financially traumatized. You can read, I think. So I'm going to read a number of responses. And I had asked people, what is your financial toxic trait? You'll find that some of them recur. So you might fall somewhere and then we can see, is this a sign that you're traumatized and Mm. where could it step from? Yeah, Yeah, a mm. few of them. So just before we started the episode once track my mind i had not seen it and she had said i don't like spending it i have 29 million lying in the bank." yes and i'm like how did i not see this entry <laughs> we could have coffee i help you spend this money <laughs> <laughs> but do
0: you think 29 million
1: is a lot sir Gapi,
0: see me see me <laughs>
1: but what is this a sign of trauma
0: um yes well, well if they don't have they they say they don't like spending it yes. I'd like to explore w- more of what they feel when they're spending right mm-hmm. because there's something called spending guilt mm-hmm. so that means that they whenever they spend they don't they don't feel like they deserve mm. to buy anything for themselves mm. or whenever um it, unless it's like a, need, a need, need, an emergency, yeah. like it has to be spent, yeah. then they are not willing to mm. spend and they don't feel like they are worth spending on. Mm. And so now in, in that case, you need to now explore more why that, what is the case, what, why, why do you feel like you're not worthy of spending your own money, mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, one of the things I, I don't know if I mentioned when I was working with you is that money behaviors are learned. So for her to 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 come to this place where she doesn't like spending it, it's it's either something she saw and mm-hmm. she was or she was taught or she taught herself mm-hmm. that money is not to, to be, be spent. spent. Yeah, yeah. Um, in which case then. It can be problematic because if she's having twenty nine million sitting, I'm. Mm. Uh, I would want to know where it is sitting. <laughs> <all>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> because some of us have money sitting in the wrong place. Yes. <laughs> yes. I lost so much money during COVID because money was in an account that had high charges, and I Yes,
0: know. exactly. So you want your money sitting where it is can making money. It's growing. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Um, But now in her case, it could be growing, but maybe let's assume it's Mm. in a good place and it's Mm. growing. Now the question is, is it growing at the pace um, that it could? If it is sitting in a place where it is growing at a slow pace, then Mm. she might want to transfer that. Um, I, I was mentioning before that I had a client who, by the time we were done, she was able to buy two apartments just because she had a lot of money sitting. Now, after buying two apartments... Now she has income that's coming in mm-hmm. that was not coming in mm-hmm. before because of where her money was sitting, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or um, it could be in sitting in a place where you're earning eight percent or seven percent, yet you could be it could be somewhere where you're getting twelve percent return. So mm-hmm. that's that's the problem I would have with that situation. But the where her trauma is, it's in her lack. Her fear of, of spending, spending. Yes. yeah, or the the fact that she does not like to spend it that's yeah. problematic. Th- that's what I would want to explore, yeah, because that would tell us where the problem is.
1: So, another entry was, and this was a lot of people. I also fear checking my account balances and MFSA. Sounds familiar, eh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> very familiar.
1: Your homework check balance. <laughs> <laughs> this woman wanted me to keep checking my money i don't want to check okay i gained the courage at yeah. least i started checking income yeah but
0: expenses yeah no but both is needed <laughs> but it was more important for you for yeah. income because i wanted you to to understand, to understand how much my money. money is not small. yes it's yes. not small yeah uh but now other people struggle with the expenses uh several reasons one actually common is guilt Mm -hmm. like you just feel how could I have spent all this much money um others is you you feel Mm -hmm. the like the sense of regret that could come from you looking at your money is higher than the satisfaction that Mm. you got from what you spent money on. Ah, that's me. Yeah. Like impulsive buying yes. can make you... Ooh. Yeah, so yes. you, you end up having a lot of regret mm. or people just tend to feel like um, they're not, they not capable or they're inadequate mm. or money is complicated. So they don't want to look at their money at mm. all. Yeah, so they, they avoid it altogether. So, Avoidance. Mm, yeah, sign exactly. Of trauma. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you find that you both avoid looking at your own money, but mm. you also avoid talking about money. Mm. There are people who don't have a problem looking at their finances.
1: No, that's me. I heal. Yeah. I healed. It's, and I think it's more inf- for me right now because I'm making more informed money decisions. decisions like, yeah. I don't have money for this, I won't spend. Yeah. But Kitambo, I'll still stretch myself. Then I'll regret. Yeah. So I don't want to look at that balance. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. yeah so that can avoidance can become very problematic because again remember what you're saying you need to identify and then you see how it's affecting hmm. your future. your future yeah <laughs> so how does avoiding looking at your finances yeah. affect your future your money decisions uh. you can end up doing what you've just said somebody becomes very um, you spend and spend and spend, you're not very conscious of how much money do I have left. Um, another habit that people
1: mostly had was impulse buying. Mm. And I don't know if it goes, but with going beyond my budget, mm. go get what you budgeted for and leave the rest to avoid overspending. So there was a lot of impulse buying yes. as a financial toxic trait.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. Imp- overspending... Impulse buying can You put it as overspend. Yes. It can lead to overspending because yes. you've not even planned for you, it. Yes, and sometimes you we unajwanga. Yes.
1: We unayerdo like, "Hey, there's gonna be a sale. Yeah. A sale.
0: Last man buy. Last man you buy. Don't give me a jeepata two hours of leather. Two hours of leather. You
1: go for one thing and.
0: and then you live with a thousand. Yeah. There's um there's there's someone I worked with and she said how. Um, she lived next to, um, I think, a neighbor's or something, mm. and every time she was going home, like, the neighbor's was opposite her house, and at the front of the entrance was always a sale for something. Turns mm. out, it, it more often than not, it was toilet paper. So, <laughs> so every time she enters, the first thing she grabs is toilet paper, because need toilet paper. When we, and when will you ever not need toilet paper? <laughs> yeah. yeah, So, she would always buy uh mm. b- as she gets in and then out, so she didn't realize how much nini she had until her cousin came to visit and found a whole wardrobe of <laughs> toilet paper. <laughs> like, and she lives alone. Uh-huh. Like, there's she's just for her. Yeah, it was just too much. It wasn't making sense. So the there are people who are triggered by the fifty percent off. Yeah, you know, like you feel like you're making a save mm. just because you got it. Cheaper, cheaper yeah. but is it really? If you are not even intending to buy it, is it really? Are you really saving? <laughs> if I, you had not, if you had no intention to spend money, and yeah. then you end up spending. Oh yeah, if you put it back, exactly. so you're really not saving. <laughs> you're not saving. <laughs> yeah, but if you, if it was something you had planned to to buy. Mm -hmm. Of course, go looking for the best deal. That's Mm. part of being prudent and Mm. being a good steward. Uh, But also I would just say when it comes to spending, especially impulse, I I always want to encourage people to to question and to examine what has happened just before the spending. What? Uh, because more oh, often than not, yes, mental. yes, no. there's an emotion that is attached to the spending. Mm. You are scared. You are anxious. Having you are worried. You're having a bad day. You, bad day. To you, you want to feel yes. Yes, you'll end up buying. Mm. You'll end up spending. Um, spending money that you didn't intend to spend money mm. on. So deal with that. Route. That's what we need to deal with before mm. creating a budget. Otherwise, because mm. that it's very easy to get yourself in a cycle, a pattern. And when you get in that state, it's even just a like budget. There's those of us who are yes, emotional details. Exactly. Ah. So
1: in relation to that one, I had this entry. Um, I have realized my toxic trait, for a long time I thought it was a positive trait, is that when I budget for things and find them cheaper than my budget, I will buy more than I had planned. Mm-hmm. Also, the buying for the future kind of thing, like when I was single, I ensured I bought clothes that are pregnancy-friendly. Imagine, so I didn't have any well-fitting <laughs> clothes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I I read this as like, where What? What is this? I didn't imagine I couldn't even tell her. I don't think I don't know your trauma. I like I just told her I don't know, but wow, that's so fascinating to me. What was the first part? The first part was that if she like when I budget for things and find them cheaper than my budget, I'll buy more than I had Mm, planned. Yeah. The second part now is buying for the future. Mm. Like when she was single, she ensured she bought clothes that are pregnancy
0: friendly to a point.
1: Now she didn't have.
0: Clothes yeah. that are fitting, okay. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> those are two things. Um, one can be problematic, okay. Buying, um, in her case, buying more than she had planned, essentially, mm-hmm. she hasn't really saved mm-hmm. much, yeah. So that's that's what can be problematic. If you find that it's cheaper, uh, then ideally, we should be able to say. I had budgeted to spend five yeah. k but I spent two five, so what do I do with this two other two five yeah. um especially if the things she was buying are not, maybe they're not long lasting they're not like they're if it's food, it's not perishable, then it can end up actually being a waste mm-hmm. now on this one on buying for future use or future need even that's in her case it's a it's a waste eh? mm. in this in this instance, mm. but there are instances where it can. In in terms of mindset, not necessarily purchase. Mm. Uh, it's good for you to start thinking about the, the future, future. Yeah. yeah, to plan for it, mm. but not in terms of purchase. Like what she could have done is just put the money aside, yeah,
1: or oh, and wait and for wait that for future. that future, <laughs> yeah, so
0: that when it comes, she's able. Like yeah. even if you know you you you'll get children and you know children can be expensive. Starts putting saving some money aside, yes, <laughs> saving for their school fees. Doesn't even... mean
1: I pay. Yeah, now, now. And they, have, they have not been bored. because
0: now they are not useful. <laughs> <laughs> they are not useful to her, and we don't know yeah. whether they'll be useful. Mm. And perhaps that money sitting somewhere would have actually been making more, more money. money, yes, as opposed to yeah. being spent. Yeah, oh, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, like no matter how much I have, I always say I don't have money, <laughs> I always say, even if the balance is 200,000, yeah. <laughs> I felt like I felt deeply that this comes from money wounds. Yes, the I, statements that your parents are making. Exactly. Keep I and think telling. so. you missing a do. Yeah. i want a pesa. i, wanna,
0: I wanna pesa. So even mm. quantifying mm. when what is enough money, mm-hmm. you also don't know. So uh, And it's coming, it's a, it's a statement of fear. Because you either, first of all, you feel like you're utterly outwanded. Mm. If this happens, Itaisha too. Mm. So you are afraid of now in that instance, then you won't have the money. Mm. but also um, that uh, the messaging now that you you had growing up could have been very ingrained mm. that you forever believe that Atuna pesa. I also felt like
1: it's a sign of someone there was in relation to that there was lying about how much money I have. I felt mm. like it's a coping mechanism to lack of boundaries
0: Oh, so is that what she said? Lying no, about? no, this is another person. So ah, I was trying to okay. see, like, mm. it could be
1: connected. Yeah. But when I got the response for lying about how much money I have, I thought of it as a lack of, like, boundaries issue. You don't know how to... To, to clearly create, see yes. the boundaries. So I better yeah. lie. Yeah, to I don't have.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You it's know, true.
1: many wives do this.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> many wives whatever don't have money. Yes. Or husbands. Yeah. Even husbands. Yeah. I don't, me, like, don't have money. Just mm. to create the boundary of not feeling like someone is taking advantage of what I have yeah. or something. So
0: you, you might as well communicate that there's not enough or you don't have at all. Mm. So they don't have any expectation of you. Of course that's not a healthy it's not a healthy long term way. Let me tell you, for real, for me, Mm.
1: I don't like being borrowed money. Mm. And I'll tell you, even maybe when I have... I don't have money. Mm. And uh, I was having this conversation with a friend. Mm. <laughs> She's right here. And she, I told her, hey, Nanny borrowed me money. Mm-hmm. And I told her, I don't have money. This economy was money. <laughs> and she asked me, Do you ever have money <laughs> <laughs> when anyone is borrowing <laughs> you? <laughs> and I said, Money that I need to give out, I need to be ready to lose it. Yes. So I'm not ready, I'm not in a position to lose any money that I have. Okay. <laughs> so for me, that's the way I create the boundaries, Miss Nadu. Okay, but you
0: see, there's a way of saying I don't have, but I have, but I don't have. Uh Especially if the one you have is budgeted budgeted for. for. Yeah, then that's not lying. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, that's what I usually tell people: create mm. a boundary by creating a financial plan. Yeah, such that yes, I have five hundred k sitting in my account. Yeah. However, yeah. it's not for giving; it's mm. not for your random emergency. It is for putting a down payment. And for if you this don't apartment. plan for
1: it, someone plan for it.
0: Exactly. See, so now they have already come. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they've already come, true. and they've come with their needs. Yeah. Mm. So you create your own boundary by saying. This is my money. This is my plan for it. This is my intention for Mm. it. And then this is the one that I have for giving. Mm. Right? Especially if giving is something that is important to you. you. Yeah. Yeah. That is important for you to give. Because there are also those of us who give Mm. uh, without limits.
1: And that was the next one I was going to. I'll buy things for other people before I buy for myself. Even when it's necessary. It's still the same. Yeah. Like boundaries. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and, uh, finding... One of the exercises uh, if you remember we did was uh. asking you, what do you want money to do for you mm. right um, so that before others, can we figure out what how money can serve you. Mm. Uh, So that when you do that, then even the decisions that you make that are more long term that require you to put money aside or to give money aside, it's done without resentment. Mm. Um, So that exercise of uh, what are your priorities and how can money give you those, Mm. give you that priority is a very important exercise so that you understand Mm. for yourself. Yeah, it's not about um, the money Mm-hmm. it's money can do something for you can you articulate what that thing is and then put a plan in place for that mm. that doesn't mean that you won't buy for others mm. but you've start you've started from a place of understanding what it can do for you so that you know what it can do for others that's very true yeah so i think i have just like
1: three more that are unique here okay. um mm. i live off hand to mouth and he makes it
0: very hard to save that's a oh. financial toxic trait. Well, no, mm. it's just that you don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> is it a toxic trait? No, you just don't have. You You're living hand... have Enough, so you yeah. need to think
1: about how to make. Yes, more Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, nice. living hand to mouth is not mm. is
0: not a. Um, well, the the what she needs to. I assume it's she, she needs to pay, pay attention to is how her entire outlook on money is happening in this season that she's living hand-to-mouth. Mm-hmm. Because in the season when the money comes, if she hasn't dealt with that mindset, oh, mindset. Now, now we'll start seeing yeah. uh, the result of that. Yeah. But we need to be... We need to be clear about what money problems are. When you don't... When you're not... When your money... The money coming in is not enough to cover your expenses. The problem is just that you're not making enough money. Okay. Especially it's when not you... at financial... It's not rates. No. Yeah. No, just make more money. Mm. Yeah. Okay. 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 I see
1: that. Um, lack of patience. If I have the money, I'll get it without saving slowly for something. Yeah. That's common. Yeah. So
0: um instant gratification
1: I, me i'm this one <laughs> i don't i don't hey me ni 200000 and i need laptop mm <laughs>
0: I don't know if it's toxic well camel <laughs> save mm. that might not be problematic
1: yeah. so do
0: you remember the process we went through when mm. we were trying to write the financial goals we said mm. we are writing them so that we know the priorities of, of money. when money comes yes when salty. money comes this yeah. is the first thing it should do yeah but now in the prob in the in the in the um, situation where it wasn't even planned for mm. at all mm-hmm. and then you see and you want it now. Mm. Now that's the that's the that's where there's a problem, because um, and usually I say in the instances where it's the the it's delayed gratification, instant gratification, uh, the op- the opposites of each other. Yeah. Um. It's you'll find that it's not just in money, you'll mm. find it in other parts of your, your life. life. Yeah. You. That where you have no patience, mm. such that it's not a, uh, when you deal with that as a character issue, then now you'll find it um correcting itself in money my. in food in mm. many other things just look at look at your look at your, your life, life. yeah <laughs> as a whole
1: okay okay i can see before coaching i used to put all my money in one account mm
0: well, I wouldn't say that's a, a toxic trait. It's more of a system problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, w- one of the ways of managing all the different things you want money to do is to learn how, um, where t- where it's where should it be sitting. Mm-hmm. If it sits all in one place, you'll find that you become very disorganized mm-hmm. around your finances. So separating and having different accounts helps to divide the different things you might be saving for. Mm-hmm. But if you put it all in one pot, you're eating from one other. Th- thing that you are saving for mm. and you might overexpend on the other thing mm. without realizing how it's affecting this other thing yeah okay so separating helps
1: yeah then there's this person who loves spending money that they're expecting ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: uh, ah, where well, that can get you in so much trouble <laughs> risk
1: taker <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> no it's not even risk it's not that's that's on there i think it's still it's even worse than the person with the instant gratification <laughs> because now you the, you're them, spending, have money yes at <laughs> least has come now it's just yeah. spending this other one it is expectation mm. yeah especially now with those of us who work where you're paid you know a month, two months, three months later, mm. uh, w- what it does it affects your cash flow, mm. right? So that when you actually need to pay for stuff, you don't you don't because you yeah. you pre what is it called yeah. you you preempted is that the word I don't Pre-em- know you you preempted yes you yeah. preempted the money coming and then maybe it takes longer or it never comes mm. now that's when you start getting problems <laughs> yeah that's a that's a <laughs> delayed gratification. <laughs> Problem, hey, uh, yeah. Uh.
1: Then there's this one. Um, I'm a spendthrift and a cheerful giver. <laughs> can you be both of them? I don't get how you can be both of them. A spendthrift,
0: uh, I like how they said cheerful, cheerful giver. giver. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't want to be but the Bible tells us to be cheerful givers. <laughs> okay,
1: I'm not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you give out of necessity.
1: Ay, out of necessity. Out of joy. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time I was having a conversation with my friend, and we were talking about you can go grow in a household and see money, how people have view money, two siblings, mm. and come out to two different outcomes. Yes. And uh, the example I was saying is, for example you grow up in a home that it's you and your siblings and your parents taking in your cousins and living with mm-hmm. them. Yeah. And so the resources seemingly, seemingly look stretched. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. So, Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yes. So one of you can grow up knowing that sharing is very important. Yeah. The other one can grow up feeling like I need to create boundaries. Yes. Have you encountered that?
0: Yes. Well, in instances where we are looking at people who grew up in the same home, mm-hmm. there could be, first of all, it's good to also look at at what point they came into the picture. Mm-hmm. Um, like the instances where I've seen, the the there's a, a big difference. You see, if you if you are the firstborn, mm. you came into the family, mm. when your parents were still hustling, trying to figure things out, mm. um, your entire experience with money is very different from the person who comes the, as the last born when the money is <laughs> ending. What want to retire? <laughs> Not <laughs> even <laughs> when, when you want to retire. Cause Iles has level, now when the they have. Yeah. Yes, now when they have Oh, so no, they've, they've made yes, money. Yes, when they've oh, made money, okay, you come okay, in when the okay. money is there. Vis a vis when they are just starting mm. out. So or or the reverse, depending on how the money happened, how mm. the the financial history happened. Mm. So that that could be what changes mm. uh, the the outlook for two people, two siblings in the same house. But also outside of that would be. Um, outside of the family, Mm. what other messaging have they had? Mm. Whether it is in school or even as a grown-up or with friends, uh, that could also have an impact on how they look at um, this money. Should it be shared or should it be kept Mm. for myself? That messaging could be also very strong that that surpasses even what they got from home. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I can see then, in summary, on the list of the signs of financial trauma I had, mm-hmm. um, we've talked about compulsive spending, mm-hmm. we've talked about underspending, mm-hmm. we've talked about financial avoidance, mm-hmm. ta- lack of boundaries, mm-hmm. financial boundaries, mm-hmm. a scarcity mindset. Mm-hmm. Have you talked about excessive risk aversion?
0: Yes, it's the, it's the ex- ex- excessive risk aversion is more... Link, it's linked to the underspender. Mm-hmm. So you or you like you avoid, yes. You don't risk.
1: want to take any risk. Haki, that was because me.
0: you are afraid that's a good loans. Yeah. You know
1: one thing it. I've never overcome? And I kept asking her. Yeah. Um, my friend is here guys. Yeah. Um <laughs> So you are telling me to join a circle yeah. so that I can be able to access loans that yeah. have better interest. Yeah. And you're telling me to increase my savings. Yes. So I've saved worth 500000 Yes. Why am I taking a loan? Why can't I just use my savings?
0: Right. Um, So at that point, um, I don't. I I don't encourage unnecessary borrowing. Mm -hmm. Right. But you look at things that you want to do. You you see, when we're doing your financial goals, Mm. and then you you realize there's this thing that is um, very yes, it's very expensive. Mm. Right. And you can save yourself more by accessing it right now. Mm -hmm. So if you say, for example, um, this land is. worth 3 million shillings, I'm going to save mm. until I get to 3 million. D- depending on how fast you get to 3 million, by check the time up, you're ready, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So in that instance, it yeah. might make more sense to borrow okay. so that you okay. access it at a cheaper price, mm. but also how you manage the debt could also make it more expensive or mm. more uh, affordable. So that there are two instances at the point of purchase, but also managing debt. The longer you hold on to debt, the more expensive it can be so when you borrow, mm-hmm. trying to clear it uh, so that you keep the costs at a minimum. Oh, yeah.
1: There are people who actually don't have a problem paying debt for six, ten years.
0: Yes, especially mortgages. People are just like, I mean, I always say, mortgages comes from the word "mog" because they've been designed <laughs> for you too. <laughs> For you, the, yeah, to die paying because yeah. they they are just they're designed to be very long, mm. um, long loans, and usually people think they can afford mortgages when they think when they look at their monthly month what they need to pay per month, mm. and then maybe you see it's equal to the rent that mm-hmm. you're already paying, mm. so you're okay paying 50k for the next 10 years. T- twi- 10, 20, 20 years, years. Yes. Yeah. um, and yet because you're holding it for twenty years, the interest is. Mm. is um, accruing on that. So it becomes more expensive because of holding it for 20 years vis-a-vis if you just cleared it in 10 years. Yeah. So in in that instance, so people hold on to that loan because of the fact that they can afford the monthly payment. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Have we talked about financial dependency?
0: As a sign of financial trauma, yeah. So, dependency is opposite of independence, so you rely on others. others. Yes, imagine (laughs) that's problematic, isn't (laughs) it? Yeah, like, why are you unable? to stand on your own feet and why can't you pay your own expenses? Mm. Th- th- that's something you need to question. Um, if you are taught I, I, that, that uh, other people pay, pay for your bills, maybe you know that's Indiana. possible? Tuna <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: Yeah. Oh my God, someone was really financially dependent on me. I've just realized. <laughs> oh my You should actually watch that video uh, where I fired my good nanny. Oh, My really good nanny. Like she planned her school fees, her rent, and she used to ask me, (laughs) 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 like it would start to from (laughs) who? Yeah. But is this like... (laughs) 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 Like literally, it just hit me when that is financial dependency because even she doesn't know my accounts but she has
0: planned was it? Was she planning with the amount you intend to pay her no. or over? oh No, she was oh, not beyond the salary.
1: Oh my gosh! Yes, the mem leo Yeah. Thursday, neto lizwa. That's when you take
0: him, That's a problem.
1: Thursday. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. No, that's a that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Or when you when you have people who. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but sometimes in families, you know, you have these people who just, they are not, they can't find jobs. Mm. They can't keep jobs. Mm. And so always it's other people's Mm. work to cater for them. Mm -hmm. Right. So managing that uh, as well as family relations at the same time, it's very dicey. <laughs> <laughs> in every home, I feel like I feel like that is a dynamic in very many, many homes. homes. Yeah. Not every, but very yeah, many. Very many. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
1: I just didn't know the word like it's financial dependency. dependency. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's another sign here, and I think it's the last one. Wakaholism.
0: <laughs> Have you encountered such well? Hey, Wakaholism. Well, I think I think from
1: people that I feel yeah. have this yeah. it came from lack of po- like poverty it came from poverty yeah. and maybe seeing a parent who was alco get a job mm-hmm. or didn't work as much as you thought yeah, they could. so now
0: and therefore you lacked and yeah. so to compensate for that you you work extra hard extra hard uh, well i would want to know the context within which they work like mm. whether the the more work is actually more leading money. to more money I don't think necessarily. Yeah. yeah. It's it could a, trauma be a conscious does yes, not necessarily yes, lead exactly to money. exactly yeah, because okay. it's in your mind that I must work hard mm. to to make, make money, money. even though when you look at the numbers there's actually no it. relation. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's problematic. Whoa. But even sometimes when there is translation in mm. terms of money you have to ask yourself Connie, how much is enough. Mm. Yeah, like how much at what point will I say I've worked hard enough because I've I've gotten enough money that I'm looking for? Because work can also lead to to sickness, to death. Uh, you you can work yourself to death. Mm. Are you in? Is is? Do you have those limits? Do you know when you are surpassing those limits? Mm. And in those instances is when I see entrepreneurs a lot because with entrep- entrepreneurship. Your money can be as a direct <laughs> result to how wa- how much yes hard um hard working you are, yeah, and so those are the people who push themselves mm. very much without um boundaries and without knowing at where am I stopping mm. yeah, and um it helps when you can be able to it can be just a numbers game, just sit down and see. How much money am I trying to make? Yeah, first of all. Yeah, what's yeah, the goal? Yes, what's the hey, goal? But
1: money can never be enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's it No, osha. if it
0: is not but enough, of, then that's, that's also a money. Yes,
1: move, <laughs> <it's there>. exactly. <laughs> it <laughs> it exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why do you feel like it can never be enough? Because there is a number yeah. that can be enough, mm. um, and we need to figure out what that is, so mm-hmm. that you know, um, you know, how much effort do I need to put in? Mm. What's the system? What's the plan for me to get here? Right Mm -hmm. beyond because um, it's enough because I usually talk about the different layers of financial towards of financial planning at the very basic you want to have a job that brings an income. Right, so when you don't like the one we were talking about, somebody who doesn't have enough money, that's problematic. You're below even mm. financial security, where your income, um, where your income is enough to cover your expenses. Mm-hmm. Then you get to the level where your income is able to cover your expenses, but this is not active income. You're actually not working for it, mm. so it's passive. It's investment that you have made and it's coming in and it's able to cover your expenses. Anything over and above that, you're now creating wealth. Mm. So you need to ask yourself what's the, am I going above wealth creation? Is it an ambition for me to create wealth? And in that case, what is the wealth for? And that helps you to bring uh, limits for yourself. What's creating wealth? I thought like when I'm investing passive income, then you, I'm there's wealth. a there's a limit. So when you create yeah. passive income and then it's able to cover your living expenses, yeah. that's called financial independence. Okay. So now you are so that in that case, even mm. COVID happens, you lose your job, you are unaffected because mm. your passive investments are the ones that are covering. Yeah. So you you. If you now make more money. Yes. Now, exactly. Now that is wealth. <laughs> oh. So, So now it could be a question of do I am I trying to build wealth for the next generation? Do I want my children to be trust fund babies? Okay. Like, you know, you are, it's beyond you now. love it. You know? It's yeah. just
1: fun babies. I yeah. love it. I think I'll read two more. We wind
0: up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm
1: frugal, yes. But once I overspend on one thing, I'm yeah. like, what the heck? Then mm. I spiral into spending. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think the idea that being frugal is being good with money is mm. where we need to start. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily. It's not necessarily. Okay. Um, you need to ask yourself, why are you being frugal? Frugal. Yeah, yeah. In the first place. What are you trying to achieve in the... Um, financial, um, personal finance space, sometimes because of the pushing of the message, save, 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 the person who is always saving looks like the one who is good with money. Mm -hmm. But you want to ask yourself um, the why for the saving. Are you putting it aside just because it's good to put it aside or are you actually working towards something? Mm. So if she's denying herself, uh, with purpose, with intention, then that's fine. We know that we are denying ourselves for this period of time in order to be able that to do this. Yeah. yeah, But if you completely deny yourself, um, and then you don't buy yourself a dress because um, you want to put away money, mm. then you'll find that, that you, when you keep denying yourself, you start resenting the process, mm. such that when the uh, when the opportunity comes, you can really... Go haywire, mm. yeah. So f- uh, question the frugality, the why for being frugal. If you're trying to, mm. if it's motivated by a good why, and then now also balance the 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 frugality with surviving for what the things that you actually need, so that money works for you.
1: Okay, yeah. Okay. Um. So the last one is I don't call it toxic, passive <laughs> I'm a spender. I always tell myself I'll make it back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the people who are good at meeting money. There was another person who said um, her toxic habit is always saying, been broke before and survived. Mm. (laughs) So she's not fearing, (laughs)
0: like, been broke before. Yeah. <laughs> well that's well from the first comments, the people who I usually say the people who are good at making money are not good at keeping it. And and these are two skills mm. that you need to make money. I was very good at, at making, making I money. i
1: <laughs> <laughs> very good at that. Exactly. One.
0: I remember one of your values you yeah. did and then all of the things you We're wrote making. Was, yes. It was about making money, <laughs> making, making money, money. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a quick thing. Yes. I can see. I need to make money like this. Yeah, the other one. Yeah, mm. but there's also the 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 other side of where money mm. actually starts working for, for you, you yes. not you working for it. Yeah. And so, if you're not conscious about that, that's when you can develop such, mm. um, laser sphere kind of attitude, mm. um, because it's not about necessarily you know, being broke in one instance, there, there inst- there's a time you will reach where even that ability to make money will not be there. Mm-hmm. Age, sickness, and such things, you can't rely on such fickle um, f- uh, mindset of feeling as a, as a, as a coping mechanism, mm-hmm. right? So we need to be more, um, I don't know, lo- not logical, uh, mindful of how we are looking at the long term mm-hmm. and the, and the short now, term. Yeah. And the now, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that we know the plans that we are making are actually sustainable. Because mm-hmm. that mindset is not sustainable. Well,
1: yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm. Well, there we have it. I have loved this conversation. I,
1: I think I looked at all these entries on face value, like, yeah. hmm, you're nini, you're nini, but you've really dug <laughs> yeah. deeper. Yeah. And I hope someone has gained from this conversation and learned and investigated their financial traumas, yeah. because we want you to ask, what is it? Like, mm-hmm. what is that financial trauma in this episode? Exactly. Is there anything you would love to add about this? Well, I guess,
0: I guess to just reiterate yeah. that um, finding out what the trauma is, is step number one. Mm-hmm. Step number two is knowing that this is how the, 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 the behavior is mm. going to affect my, my future. future plans. Yeah. Yeah. And then therefore, this is how to correct yeah. yeah so it's to, heal. it's to to heal so mm. that now the plans that you have mm. have a chance of actually happening yeah mm. so that you move from level 1 to awareness is w- is actually what I usually say i want to bring awareness and mm. then show you how where you are now can negatively affect your finances mm. and then now what then do you do from there okay. Th- that's what you need to work on getting
1: okay there you have it. There yeah. are the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Leave me a comment. Let me know about your financial traumas. Let me know about the money wounds, phrases you've had that could have made you behave with money the way you do, mm-hmm. what you've learned in this episode, or what you've also unlearned. Yeah. And in case you want to reach out to Juliet, where do they find you?
0: You can find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, at Juliet you can also email me at Pesasavi at gmail.com. Pesasavi at gmail. I'll put all the links
1: in the description box. I think I would love to have you here again on other really important conversations that we never have about yeah. money. I was talking to you about premarital yes. financial conversations yeah. yes. that people need to have. I really sure. think that we should have you back here. I hope when we call you, we <laughs> shall find time in your busy schedule, Juliet. <laughs> <laughs> and if you'd love to hear from her again, let me know in the comments section what you're curious to learn about money yeah. so until next time please remember to follow this podcast remember to share this um, episode with someone who would benefit from it and if you'd love to support uh, the podcast remember that they are all the details are in the description box of how you can donate and support this podcast until next time bye bye you can say bye there
0: bye <laughs>